Where did the time go? 2024? Middle of January? What? <laughs> this is season two of A Real One Shared. Finally. I took a longer break than I expected. Life just got in the way, and before I knew it, hello, it's, it's January of a new year. <laughs> But I am so excited to be back and sharing stories and just chatting. I'm not giving up because this was a little project of mine and it's small right now, but you never know where things will lead, right? So here we are. I hope the rest of the year went so well for everyone and your New Year's was a great little restart. It didn't really feel like New Year's for me. I don't know. It just, it was the 31st, and then the next day was the 1st, and it just kind of blended together. It was weird. A couple years ago, I was like, okay, I'm going to do this every single New Year's, and it's this processing of the year that just happened, and then welcoming the new year ahead and your goals and all these things. And I follow along on Rachel Brathen's podcast, um, Yoga Girl, if you know who she is, and she has a whole like couple podcast episodes dedicated to that at the end of every year. But for some reason this year, I felt so unmotivated. I don't know. And so the new year just happened and I have like no resolutions. I have some, some goals, I guess, but this year feels really weird and really different. Am I the only one? You know what? Maybe as I get chatting through this episode, goals and things will just come out as I'm speaking. Maybe that's what's going to happen. And I will work through my thoughts as I'm speaking to you guys to, well, into a microphone. I'm speaking to no one right now. You get what I'm saying. (laughs) I'll work it out as this episode progresses. This is all in the moment. I did not plan a thing. Just loosely what I was going to talk about, kind of. And one of those things is about turning the ripe age of 34 in, what day is it? Four days. It's the 16th right now, and on the 20th, I turn 34. That makes me an Aquarius, by the way. I am not a Capricorn. I don't believe in cusps, okay? I was born on a specific day, so so I am an Aquarius. I literally have no traits of a Capricorn. I don't, yeah, anyway. So I'm turning 34, and I don't know, I have so much anxiety around that right now, even thinking about it. Whoo, whoo, my gosh. I think it's also the fact that I, gosh, social media is such a terrible place because I, I can't help but just compare my life to other people, and I feel like a lot of us do this, and everyone is having babies everyone's married, everyone, you know, I feel like I'm behind in life. But I'm just trying to trust the process, trust creator, the universe, that this is my path, you know. It's written. It is written, Maktub, read The Alchemist. (laughs) It made me feel so much better because just maybe this is just my path, my life path, and how it's supposed to be for me. And it doesn't have to look like everyone else's. I don't I don't have to have a baby and I don't really want kids and it sucks that yeah I thought I would be married and you know doing all that at this age but 
that wasn't in the cards for me, but seeing everyone else doing all of this and having a career, that too, I don't even have a career. At 34, it just makes me feel a little bit like I failed, but I know I didn't fail because I don't have to live the same life as everybody else. And I'm trying to be okay with that. <laughs> and I'm trying to be okay with the fact that it's just a friggin' number. I don't know why hearing that I'm 34 freaks me out. Ooh. And I, maybe it's just because I feel so much younger. I'm very much a kid at heart. I feel like I, I'm very youthful. I don't know. And it's freaking me out. And it's interesting because when I was younger, I was the one who would, when it was my dad's birthday, he always flipped around the candles. So if he was turning 53, he would swap it and it would say 35. And I always thought that was so silly. And I would always write in his birthday card that quote that goes something like, um, growing old is a privilege denied to so many. And so I would say like, dad, just like be happy because so many people don't even get to live to be that age. Like, you're lucky. That's awesome. You got to live so many years. And so I'm trying to take my own advice right now as I'm turning another year older. Oh my goodness. It's okay. 34 is okay. And I know you're wondering, and now you're probably not wondering, but I don't have any birthday plans this weekend. Don't know how I feel about, feel, don't know how I feel about that either. Birthdays, I feel like as you get older... Why are they more depressing? And like, I'm not young anymore and I don't want to party. So I'm not the type of person to be like, well, I don't even have any friends. So I couldn't even go and party, <laughs> but I'm not even into that. Like, I'll probably have a few drinks and maybe I'll just like Google free things to do on your birthday in Vancouver. Maybe. Is that a thing? I'm going to make it a thing and I'll just do all the free things. But yeah, I don't have any plans. Um, just like I had no New Year's plans, it kind of like happened the night of and I just went to some some pub in North Vancouver and I got there just before midnight, just in time. I feel like, oh, I don't want that to be the, the, what is it, like the theme of this year where I just like don't plan anything. I need to fix that. <laughs> but going back to like, talking about New Year's. Let's go back to that for a second, for a second, or for a few minutes. So going into this new year and knowing that I'm turning 34 and knowing that one of my childhood dreams was to do a working holiday visa in Australia, I'm like, shit. <laughs> I have to apply very, very soon because I'm 35 next January and that's the cutoff which has also given me a lot of anxiety. Like, when did this happen? It creeped up so quickly on me. So now I'm also trying to plan how, how the heck am I going to balance, you know, trying to be an actor, um, saving money for that and classes for that, but also saving money somehow for traveling. Oh God, I miss travel. <laughs> because I don't want to turn... 35, 36, and I'm and the years go by and I look back and I never did what I said I would do. What little me wanted to do so badly. And I like travel and exploring has always been such a huge passion of mine. And so I need to figure this out. 
Okay, so here's where it gets like trickier because <laughs> so I need I need money for acting because I still want to pursue that and I can't give up on that dream either. So I have that going on and the strike is over and I want to do background acting again because I want to get back into film, but I'm also dog walking. So I need to like wiggle my way out of that so I can work in film again because I need to make money so I can travel. But then there is the fact that my memoir is not written yet and I cannot leave until that is written. It has to be written. I need to get this book written this year for sure. My memoir has to be, (laughs) has to be done. And I know I can do it. I have to. Just because I also, it's so unknown. I don't know what's going to happen to me. And I'll get into that in like a few more episodes, maybe like deeper into season two. I just need that book to come out. I need people to know what's going on and maybe it'll help people understand me and because I'm so misunderstood and I won't be able to write the book while I'm traveling. So that needs to happen as well this year. I need to make time for that. So there's so much going on. I feel a little bit stressed and I have a lot more gray hairs, but um, yeah, so that's where I'm at. And then there's the whole situation where it's like, can I actually live in Australia or should I go to New Zealand? Because I did try to go to New Zealand and that's a fun episode. You should listen to that one. It's called Stuck on the Wrong Island. But so I was thinking Australia or New Zealand because I can't do both anymore. It's too late. Um, Sorry, side note. Um, It's I didn't mean to say fun episode. I meant like interesting it's, it's intense, is what I meant to say. Okay, so back to Australia and New Zealand. I can't do both because that is two years. And then like by the time one of them is up, like the one year, I will be too old to then apply for the next one. So I'm in a, I'm in a pickle right now. And I was like, okay, I guess I have to choose then. If I pick Australia and I live there for a year, I can just always fly across and just see New Zealand for a bit, and then go back to Australia, or vice versa. If I pick New Zealand, stay there for a year, during the six months when I'm on the holiday portion of the working holiday, I can just fly over to Australia and then see Australia for a bit. So I think that's what I'm going to have to do. And so it's come down to like, okay, which one? And I think it's making a lot more sense, even though I always said when I was a kid I was going to go to Australia, I think it makes more sense to pick New Zealand. And here is why. Okay, the main reason is spiders. And I know that sounds silly and people have been to Australia and people live there and they have told me, Australians themselves are like, no big deal, you see maybe like one huntsman like a month or every few months or um, or just, you know, just don't go in the bush. But even if I don't go in the bush, I have still been told that you can still see them along the coast and I, I can't, I can't even just have one encounter with it because even thinking about it now is sending me into a panic. <laughs> it's like if someone is really terrified, well, everyone pretty much is, I think, of like a demon or like, you know, like really scary paranormal movies and you see like really like a possessed person, like the exorcist, like if you're looking at that and your body and your body reacts too because you're so terrified, like it's like 
that for me. Like even just looking at it, I feel dizzy. I feel faint. I'm so scared. It's not just a mind thing. My body also reacts. I couldn't do it. And I know people are like, oh yeah, but they're harmless. I'm like, I don't, I don't care if they're harmless. Look at how it looks. It looks terrifying. <laughs> and I've like, oh, I've tried to do exposure therapy before, like my own little exposure therapy and like looking at pictures online and, you know, going from cartoon spiders to real spiders and even just looking at pictures online just makes me sweat and makes me feel like I am going to pass right out. And I've tried to like envision being in Australia and what the hell I would do if a huntsman was just chilling on a wall where I'm staying. And obviously I'd be staying in hostels, so I feel like even more of a chance to run into big spiders. I don't think I could live in constant fear like that. I would be going to bed at night. I already have trouble sleeping. And I would be going to bed at night in a state of fear just thinking about a spider crawling on top of my face or something, I know that it wouldn't be good for my mental health to be constantly living on edge like that, you know? (sighs) So I think, like, the spider thing is a huge thing for me, and that's the number one reason why I think New Zealand or Australia. Another reason would be that (laughs) if the world goes to shit again which it's likely going to happen because it's been spiraling like if you look at what's been going on since um you know since 2020 uh lockdowns shit like that um I didn't get jabbed okay so imagine it comes to a point where like I mean this this is me thinking like far-fetched but I don't know I don't want to be like uh I don't I don't know. I just want to, I feel like it's going to come to a point where I'm not going to be safe from the government or whoever. Um, this sounds like paranoia. I, as I'm speaking right now, I know I sound a little bit insane, but if you're one of those people who are, who have been following along and what's going on in the world, you know, that things may, may very, very well be going down a dark, dark path. And so I want to live in a place where if I have to get out of society, and I hate being in, in cities and society anyway, because F mainstream media and all of the fear mongering, if I need to live in the wild, I'd rather it be in a place where no animals can harm me. The only harm or the only threat is another human. So I could literally just wander into the woods in New Zealand and try to survive. <laughs> I can't do that in Australia. There are so many things that could kill you. New Zealand, safe. Canada, where I am right now, there's bears and mountain lions. No, not going to (laughs) work. So if for any reason, or if I even become homeless and I run out of money and I need to like live in the land and just become a forest hermit, I mean, (laughs) New Zealand would be the most ideal, I think. And there's also warmer parts of New Zealand as well. So, yes, there is that, because the world might go to shit, I might be homeless, anything could happen, so if I need to live outside, New Zealand, I think, is the best place. And, oh, another reason being, they speak English there, so if I were living, I don't know, let's say in Europe in the woods or something, 
or yeah, they don't speak English. So it'd be easiest for me to be in a country that speaks English. Um, if I am, you know, going to become a woodland fairy of some sort. Um, do I sound insane? I probably sound insane. <laughs> so anyway, New Zealand is winning. And now it's just a matter of like, how is the rest of the year going to play out? Need to need to sort that out. I was trying to think of um, what my other reasons were for choosing New Zealand over Australia. And I think those are like the main ones. Like that's basically why I think New Zealand is better. And I can always just visit Australia. It's uh, it's right there. They're neighbors. So um, I think I'm okay with that decision. Like the more I talk about it too, I'm feeling okay with like maybe it'll be New Zealand. But who knows if I'll even get there. Like tried going there once. That didn't work. <laughs> so um, fingers crossed I can make things happen this year that will you know, lead me back to traveling again and backpacking. And I, another thing is like, I, I am, I feel a little bit old <laughs> doing this, but I mean, I guess it goes to 35 for a reason because people are still doing this at this age and it's totally okay. It's okay to be doing this. I need to always remind myself that. Um, I just remember being like in my early twenties and whenever I would like meet someone in their thirties staying at a hostel, I was like, what are they doing with their life? And now I'm here at this point where they were, and I get it. That's just what they want to do. I don't know why I was judging them. <laughs> um, so this episode is not going to be too long. I don't want it to be because it's just a little welcome back kind of thing and to say hello again. Um, I will share with you maybe before I go my favorite New Year's that I've I've had. And I think that would have to be when I first came out west at the end of 2018 my well not my first time out west but my first time making the permanent move out west at the end of 2018 so that new year's um because it was so different and it was adventurous and usually like growing up in my 20s my new years were surrounded by just getting blackout drunk and then being severely hungover the next day and not being able to function <laughs> But this New Year's was amazing. Um, I went on a Tinder date with this guy, and we've been on a few dates. I didn't know him too well. And it was kind of an impulsive, spontaneous decision, and I was all about like saying yes to ad as many adventures as possible. I'm still all about doing that. And he was like, I know this is kind of last minute, but tomorrow do you want to go up into the back country. I'm going to take my skis with my friends and they have snowshoes or he had snowshoes or something and you can snowshoe and we'll bring our backpacks and we'll spend the night in a backcountry hut and celebrate it in kind of a different way in an adventurous way. And I was like, heck yes. Like I just moved out there. I didn't know anybody anyway. I had no plans. Obviously I'm going to go. Sounds so cool. So I did. I snowshoed in the backcountry all the way up to this backcountry hut in the middle of nowhere, like past Pemberton, if you want to like do some Googling on the map <laughs> in BC. And the guy I was with had his skis and his 
two friends had skis. They wanted to do a bit of backcountry skiing as well. And I was like, that's totally okay. I'll just chill at the hut, do my thing. Um, And at the hut, there was only a few other like parties there of people. It was pretty secluded and not many of us by the time midnight rolled around. Some people like came during the day, popped in, said hello, and then went and skied back out. Um, so yeah, by the time midnight was there, it was me, my Tinder date, his friends, and then I think like two other people. And it was so cool. We just had this little fire outside the cabin or the hut, I mean, and we just like, I think someone just like looked at their phone and then we counted down. I don't know how we did it. And we were, someone was playing music, I think. And we were just like dancing around the fire. <laughs> it was awesome. I don't know why that was my favorite New Year's, probably because it was so different, so last minute. Um, And I was just doing something I really loved, which is like camping and being adventurous and spontaneous. And yeah, the hut was freezing, um, but it was okay. Um, I had some extra layers given to me by my Tinder date. He was so lovely. I wish we stayed in touch. Hello, if you're listening to this. (laughs) Um, And then the next day, of course, I wasn't too hungover because we didn't get too drunk. Just had a little dance around the fire and that was it. And yeah, uh, I found a toboggan on the way back down and I tried to use that. It didn't slide. So unfortunately, I had to just walk all the way back down. Whereas my Tinder date and his friends were able to just ski and zoom all the way down. It looked like fun. But yeah, unfortunately, I, I, I didn't have skis. I'm a snowboarder. I didn't even have a snowboard yet because I was fresh back out west. <laughs> But it was still so fun, even just like running down the hill and trying to get this dang toboggan to go. That was my favorite New Year's, I think, that I've like ever had. Yeah, thought I would share that with you. Anyway, I think it is time now to wrap things up. We are approaching nearly 25 minutes, I believe, almost. Roughly around 20 minute mark. I think that's pretty solid for the first episode back. (laughs) Okay, that is all. Keep it real and follow your dreams. You're not too old and it is never too late. You got this. 